0: Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. The last thing we know is she was staying in a hotel in Buckhead and that it seems to be a crime. From the little information we have, we know she was living alone. She had moved here to make more money as a waitress. For Vault
1: Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. In June, the body of a 19 year old woman was found in rural Georgia. Police now have a suspect behind bars.
0: New information tonight about the arrest of the man charged with murdering a 19 year old mother of two, Serae Gomez. Her body found in some woods near Lakeland near two months ago. Police now telling us the man confessed to everything. He
1: admitted that he had, in fact, killed Serae uh, Gomez at his home in Duluth. I'm joined now by Paolo Suro, a reporter at 11 Alive in Atlanta. Paolo, thank you for being here with us. We appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Will.
1: Let's start with this discovery of a body back in June in Hall County, Georgia. First of all, tell us about where that is and where this body was found.
0: Yeah, so it's a kind of strange timeline. So back in June 20th, the Hall County Sheriff's Office found a body that they said had been decomposing for quite some time in a very wooded area. Uh, A lot of people know Hall County for Lake Lanier, so it's very near Lake Lanier, uh, Flowery Branch Bay. And back when they found this body, they released a sketch of this victim that was found. So all we had for a long time was just a sketch of a woman, Uh, and they also released um, pictures of what seemed to be like a nail and something that could help us identify this person. But for a while, we had no idea who this victim was. They also released a sketch of a potential suspect. It was just a man, and we, other than that, didn't have much to go with other than this body had been decomposing in a wooded area, and we had these two sketches, the victim and the suspect. But it wasn't until July 25th, which was over a month after that body was found, that they were able to identify it.
1: And early on when they had this sketch of a suspect, did they then clearly they, they assumed this was a homicide? Did they did they say that?
0: So back then, all they said was, we're looking into what occurred. Um, They didn't really give us a lot of information. And to be quite honest, all we ran with was the sketches. We didn't have a lot of interviews with the Hall County Sheriff's Office. They were very hush-hush, which is understandable, uh, given that they just found this body that was in a wooded area. Um, And they couldn't give us a lot of details other than this is the potential suspect that we're looking for tied to this case. Um, but yeah, they, we didn't have a lot of information to go with and it wasn't until a month later that we finally were able to break through and move forward with the story. Uh, what's also kind of crazy, Will, is that, um, about a week earlier, uh, June 14th to be exact, we, there was this mother, her name's Gardenia Gomez, who was desperately asking, uh, and searching for her daughter. And she said, my daughter has disappeared and I don't know where she is. And, you know, to be clear, this woman, Gardenia Gomez, lives in Ecuador. And all she knew was, hey, my daughter lives in Atlanta and she's disappeared. I haven't heard from her in days. Uh, So that's June 14th. And so you start kind of tying, you know, all of this together and you start to worry, hey, is this body that was found June 20th, this woman that's been missing for over a week? And come to find out, July 25th, it was. It was Serayi Janos Gomez. So once we found out that the body had been identified, I reached out to this mother who was just desperate, desperate for answers. I mean, you can just imagine, you know, her daughter had just been identified as this decomposing body that had been found in a wooded area. And she's miles away. I was able to speak to her. And she told me that her last conversation with her daughter made her arm hairs stand up. She told me that her last conversation with Sarai was about her job. She essentially moved to Atlanta uh, for this waitressing job that Sarai was offered. And she quickly realized, hey, this was not the job that I signed up for. And she told her mother, Mom, you know, this job that they told me was for a waitressing job isn't quite that. It's actually a job as a sex worker. And Gardenia tells me I'm worried because Sarai told her boss, who Gardenia says was a Russian woman, that she wasn't going to take it. She turned down the job as a sex worker. And that's the last conversation she has with her daughter. So, um, Gardenia reaches out to the Ecuadorian consulate in Atlanta. So that's how we kind of start connecting the dots of there's this missing body, there's this missing girl who is originally from Ecuador, they look to be the same age. And that's when, you know, you start putting all the pieces together and then once the body was identified, that's when we were able to speak with Gardenia Gomez and get more to the story. She moved to the U.S. from Ecuador and they kidnapped my baby. Now her two babies, who are only three and a year and a half, are left without a mom. When exactly did she die? Where? Why her?
1: And so this this mother learns in July of this year that it's her daughter who has been found And at that point, do investigators say anything more about a cause of death, the investigation, or the search for a suspect?
0: Yeah, so they tell us that she was stabbed to death, uh, is what we know. And, you know, the timeline is just really tough because Gardenia finds out, yes, it is my daughter on July 25th, but it wasn't until Wednesday, August 3rd. So, quite some time after, about a week or so, that the suspect had finally been identified. He had been identified as 49 year old Timothy Kruger, and he was arrested the next day. So, he was arrested Thursday, August 4th. Uh, But, you know, originally, police, this is what they told us they said that uh, he had uh, Kruger was suspected of concealing a death. And so, that's how police were able to obtain a warrant to then search his home. And when they walked in, they realized, hey, there's more to this story.
1: We do believe that Ms. Gomez was uh, engaged in sex work. And Mr. Kruger had invited her to come to the
0: home uh, for that
1: service. But he made some statements about having some sort of a disagreement with her. Um, which ended in him killing her.
0: So they told us that um, he killed her inside his home. Um, So once he was arrested, apparently he confessed to everything he did. He said that he killed Sarai by stabbing her multiple times inside his house. And so that's how they were able to finally get to these charges of felony murder and aggravated assault. But originally they just went to him saying, hey, he might be concealing a death But, of course, there was more to the story, and uh, he's now behind bars.
1: And and I'm curious if if this timeline, as you mentioned, is a bit confusing, but when they released this sketch early on, I mean, that turned out to be him, right?
0: Yeah, it turned out to be him. And you know what else? Um, He, when he was arrested and he confessed to everything, he did say, he told police that Sarai was engaged in sex work, um, so they believe that. She was stabbed multiple times on June 16th, and then four days later, her body was found in the woods.
1: What is next for this suspect? He is behind bars and I imagine has hearings if they haven't happened already.
0: He is currently facing charges of felony murder and aggravated assault. I know also the other part of the story is what's next for this mother, uh, for Gardenia, because Gardenia has been taking care of Sarai's two kids. Sarayi is a mother of two children. One's a three-year-old. The other one's a year and a half old. These are young kids who now become orphans, as Gardenia told me. They are now orphans, and she doesn't know what to do with these two children, her grandkids. Um, She also is trying to get closure on what happened from still miles away. So when I was able to talk to Gardenia, I also interviewed Luis Ventimilla. He is with the Ecuadorian consulate here in Atlanta. He's actually the one who had to call Gardenia and tell her, hey, your daughter has been found dead. She was identified. Um, And so they're working together now to see if they're able to send her body to Ecuador. Um, Gardenia was telling me, hey, they want to send the body back in ashes, but that's not what I want. I want my daughter as a whole to make sure that is my daughter. I want to finally get confirmation and closure. When I look at this body, this is Sarai. They want to send her body back to me in ashes. I want her body. How else will I know it's really her? We don't know exactly what the condition of the body looks like, but also you're working with investigators still, and they got to make sure before we send the body anywhere that the story is officially, you know, coming to an end. And it seems like, you know, since the suspect was just arrested, there's still quite some time to go with the hearings, Um, but there's definitely some closure that's missing there for Gardenia and her family and her children who are going to grow up uh, without a mother.
1: Paulo, this story puts a spotlight on sex trafficking, and the case has all these hallmarks of a, of, of a story that just sounds so familiar. A young woman from another country who thinks she's going to work as a waitress and is lured into something very different, and it's an issue, of course, a massive
0: issue across our country. Yeah. And you know what, Will? Uh, Police have not confirmed to us that this was a sex trafficking ring or anything along those lines. Uh, But Gardenia tells me that's what she believes it was. Uh, uh, I mean, she says, my last conversation with my daughter, she said uh, that she didn't want to partake in this sex job. And eventually police confirmed that it was um, a sex work kind of deal when she went into Kruger's home. But there are still a lot of gaps, a lot of questions for Gardenia, you know, from us as well, (laughs) that we try to ask police, but there's a limit to what they can give us. But it definitely sheds a light into the bigger issue. And something else that's taking place right now in Georgia, um, we have reported on a lot of cases of missing Latino women specifically. Um, A lot of Latinas have gone missing recently. And when I speak to their families, they tell me they are scared. They are worried when they hear of stories like Sarai's, it hits close to home. You know, Um, Sarai was only 19 years old. um, And a lot of the girls that are missing currently are in their early 20s. And so these moms worry that, hey, could my daughter be the next Sarai? Uh, And it's just a really scary time for these families, um, especially when you know, someone as young as Sarai moves to the United States to provide a better life for her family, to send money back home to her kids, to her mother. Um, and, you know, she had been in the U.S. for a little over a year. She first moved to Chicago, then to Atlanta. Um, but at the end of the day, all she wanted was a better life. And it's really unfortunate that this is the end to the story.
1: Hello, at 11 Alive WXIA in Atlanta, Georgia. Thanks so much for talking to us about this case. Thank you, Will. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. If you haven't already, check out the newest podcast from Vault Studios. It's called Intent, the Tex McIver case, available wherever you listen to podcasts. For The Daily Crime, I'm Will Johnson.